welcome to the Beyond Bliss podcast. With your hosts, Katrina and Steven Swanson. This pod is a spinoff of my brand, Hormonal Bliss, where we talk about everything that happens beyond finding that bliss. And of course, the occasional hormone chat. We chat about relationships, pregnancy, kids, and growing your dream life from both of our perspectives. Because when you figure out your hormones and health, it makes it so easy for everything else to fall into place. Let's get it. (laughs) Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Beyond Bliss podcast with Katrina and Steven. Hi. Hello. So this episode is going to be all about things that they don't tell you about being pregnant. And obviously, I could just talk about this, but I think it's cool and helpful to have Steven's input on it, too, because we talk about everything. Mm -hmm. Nothing really goes unshared in our relationship, right? Yeah, I agree. And I feel like it's good for people with penises to listen to this stuff, too. Yeah, because I didn't know either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it just blows my mind everything that has happened during pregnancy so far that I was like, wait, what? This is a symptom of pregnancy? It's just wild that nobody talks about it. I know a lot of them who thought you had COVID. Yeah, not a good but time to be pregnant. it turned out it was pregnancy. And COVID. <laughs> a lot of similar symptoms. Uh, okay, so I have a list sitting in front of me that I've been collecting since... Pretty much day one, I found out I was pregnant. Are you looking at my list? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm 22 weeks when we're recording this. So this is only like halfway of being pregnant. I'm sure the end of second and third trimester. Can you do another podcast? Yeah, I'm going to bring up a lot more things. (laughs) So let's just get started. Um, We're just going to dive right into all the I like how you're starting this. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that I did not know happens when you're pregnant is the amount of discharge, vaginal discharge. And this pretty much started right away. I think it actually might have even been more at the beginning than it is now, or maybe I've just gotten used to it. Yeah. But it just feels like there's so much discharge, like the amount of discharge that you would get when you're ovulating all the time, which makes sense because your hormone levels are really high. Fair. Um, But then again, it doesn't make sense because it's not like you're fertile when you're pregnant Mm -hmm. but your hormone levels get super high when you're pregnant so that can add to an increase of discharge um you know one of those things where it's like i guess i wasn't expecting everyone to tell me that but it's just was one of those things where i was like am i okay the next thing that happened was that morning sickness can be all day yeah i like all month yeah (laughs) months (laughs) they call it morning sickness and maybe you've heard this because I kind of had already heard this already as well but morning sickness can literally be all day and I actually when I was at the height of my morning sickness I felt it the worst in the evening not in the morning Mm -hmm. if I didn't eat first thing in the morning I felt pretty sick but by the end of the day I was like couldn't function anymore Mm -hmm. the other thing that Next two things were kind of scary because nobody really talks about them, but they can be, it's just scary. So the first thing is cramping. So I experienced pretty much some mild cramping for probably the first 10 weeks of my pregnancy. And I just thought this was weird because cramping, when you 
try to figure out what's wrong when you Google pregnant and cramping. It's like, oh, miscarriage, eptopic pregnancy, all of these things. But actually cramping during pregnancy can be super normal. And once I started to get a bump too, uh, I started experiencing a lot of round ligament pain, which I talked to my physical therapist about and we figured out what I needed to do. It was like a matter of me having like trained myself in the past to pull my core in too much but that cramping was a lot and thank god you do what you do Stephen. because being a paramedic not that you've experienced this before or anything or client or patients that have had this but you just were like no you're okay yeah you're good right and it all worked out fine yeah yeah i think it's just weird and it's like scary because it's all new and different and Mm -hmm. but that was kind of i think you've gotten more used to that still like don't love it i don't think when you feel cramping but at least i think you know the difference between what like you're not supposed to be feeling but what's kind of more normal it just came with time i think but yeah it was not fun the first little bit yeah for that part of things yeah and the cramping has changed too as i've gotten later in my pregnancy at first it was more painful like it kind of felt like period cramps Mm -hmm. and now maybe i've just gotten used to it now i feel like i can tell it's like muscular or like muscle yeah cramping um okay the other thing is that this is another thing i i knew i just they don't really talk about either so basically they start counting your pregnancy from the date of your last period which doesn't make sense because you weren't pregnant then because you don't get pregnant until you ovulate so that's like two weeks that go by and that's when they that's when at the, at the beginning of your period is when mm. they start counting your pregnancy in weeks. So it's confusing because you find out you're pregnant. You got pregnant like two weeks ago because when you were ovulating two weeks before your missed period. Mm. But that's considered four weeks pregnant. Yeah, that was weird. I feel like that wasn't explained well when we got pregnant. Yeah. And again, it was like I knew that, but it wasn't until I actually went through it. I was like... Oh, this doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. Why do they start counting it then? Yeah. Because uh, you're not pregnant those first two weeks. And then it just adds to the confusion with women of like, well, when did I get pregnant? Because some women don't know that you can only get pregnant when you ovulate. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. And there's no shame around that. I used to not know that. So it just adds to the confusion and like lack of explanation and everything around women's health. It's yeah. just so bizarre. Um. Okay, the next thing is that it's a really long time before your first appointment. Yeah. Because they say like 12 weeks to go in for your first appointment. You find out you're pregnant at four weeks, which really is only two weeks. Mm -hmm. But it's four weeks. So that's six weeks, a month and a half of waiting, hoping that everything's okay before you go in. Yeah, and there's no no one there like answering your questions other than the internet. And the internet always says it's the worst possible thing that it could be. Right. Which I think you ran into a little bit. Yeah. And you're encouraged not to talk about your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just you and maybe your partner mm-hmm. that know about this. And if it's your first kid, you don't know anything. Yeah. So you don't have any idea what you're supposed to be talking about, looking yeah. for. I'm really glad we told people about the pregnancy early on. Because mm-hmm. I think that just, that made it better. Yeah. I can't imagine having nobody else know except for us and... We hadn't been to a doctor's appointment yet. That would be crazy. Uh, Okay, the next thing is... 
how bad my nipples stung. That was just for a few days, though. Yeah, it was, but it was like an intense few days. Oh my gosh, they were stinging so bad, and then they kind of started to peel too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that did not seem fun. No, that's when I ordered some stuff from Honest Beauty. Mm-hmm. They have like a baby line, and yeah, their like aloe cream really helped. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just a matter of like. Your nipples grow so fast and your boobs. They grow so fast and I think that can t- like adds to the stinging a little bit. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is how during the first trimester I just felt I just felt really bloated and and pudgy. And it's just a weird time because obviously in my mind you think, okay, when I'm pregnant, I know this weight gain is gonna be due to my pregnancy. Our dog's whining and I'm going to feel good about it because this is me growing a baby. That's what that Mm -hmm. is. But it's weird because you, your belly is not necessarily hard. Like you're growing a baby yet. Everything just starts to feel tight. Yeah. (laughs) And I started to feel big. And so I was also in Hawaii during most of that time. Mm -hmm. So it just brought out a lot of like self-consciousness and body beliefs about myself that I thought I had overcome earlier in life. Mm -hmm. Like I was in a place where I was really comfortable in my body. And then I realized there was a lot of stuff I hadn't worked through and a lot of stuff I needed to keep thinking about and working on because I, I know. And when I had heard friends say before, like, Oh, I just feel like blah, blah, blah during pregnancy and like talking down to themselves, I'd be like, what? But this is like you growing a baby and it's beautiful and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And it's like, okay, wait, actually you can tell yourself that, but unless you've done some work on healing, then it can still feel like you're just gaining a lot of weight. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, I thought I, I thought I had really worked through a lot of my body stuff and I hadn't. Yeah. Luna's been so quiet all day and then the second we start recording a podcast, she's like, I need attention. Okay, the other thing that was really strange and kind of scary is heart palpitations. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're you're having a little heart, like skipping little beats and stuff and getting really... I mean, she's like a lot of stuff. It's like a lot of change all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So I think it makes you very nervous. Mm-hmm. And you're not very you're not very anxious, but I mean, I think like everyone who's ever existed, um, we all deal with anxiety. So I think it made you a lot more anxious. And then that would make, it's kind of like a circle because that would make it worse, right? Because you get more anxious. And, like your heart's not rewiring, but it was cool to see how like it has to change to support another being. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those weren't those weren't fun either. Cause this is not selling pregnancy very well. I feel like we're really not selling pregnancy, <laughs> but it's cool. No, I mean, I think the point of this isn't this definitely isn't to encourage people not to get pregnant, but just that it's not talked about. Yeah, you know, the point is not like if you don't do hormonal health <laughs> with Katrina, your nipples will flake off. The point is. <laughs> That it's, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. People don't know. Yeah. I think these are good conversations to have, but yeah, a lot of the things on this list are like (laughs) not positive things, I guess. 
Well, I, th- I mean, I just think they come with the territory of yeah, growing a human being in you. I think the one thing I will say, and um, is like we had like we have like books and stuff about like how to be a parent and like what to eat and why not to eat certain things, and then I feel like we kind of like do our own research and just look into things more, mm-hmm. and we find a lot of the information's like kind of dated, right? And then you look at like how pregnant people exist in like other parts of the world and you're like wait you mean that if you're pregnant in japan you would eat sushi and your baby would come out okay and then you're like well why can't you eat sushi well because you can get salmonella or you know what i mean and you're like oh well i could have gotten that when i wasn't pregnant so i think that was like a big one for you mm-hmm. like eat like being really good about eating the things but then we started looking into like why you can't eat them and not to not be safe like definitely you're not eating sushi every day, but like you can eat sushi. You know what I mean? If you know yesterday. where it's, it, cause yeah, we went to like a whole foods and like, okay, I feel comfortable with that mm-hmm. sushi and where it came from and how it was handled so I can eat it. And it's just, I think the, a lot of people, there's still a lot of judgment too. Totally. Like people really, like if people saw you eating sushi or people hear it, maybe on this podcast to hear that you were like eating sushi and they're like, oh, they're not a good mother. And I think <laughs> you like kind of laugh cause you definitely, hear about unsolicited parenting parenting advice but man it starts like the second people find out you're pregnant they tell you like how to live your life and i think we have to just keep reminding ourselves like people have been born and raised and lived for millennia and they've turned out okay so don't essentially my like slogan is like don't listen to anyone else you can raise your kid how you want to raise them and teach them how you want to teach them but just be prepared for like a lot of unsolicited parenting advice <laughs> so much yeah which yeah. is fine i mean we've definitely got some good stuff from people yeah but also stuff where we're like yeah no we're not gonna we're not gonna do that yeah but yeah and about the sushi and people having babies in other countries our Stephen and i's physical therapist his wife is japanese and she just had a baby a few months ago and he was i think part of this realization for us a little bit because he's his wife kept eating sushi throughout her pregnancy she um would go in the hot tub for a few minutes at a time because they encourage that in japan too Mm -hmm. and so you know you take what you want and don't take what you don't want but yeah even yesterday i really wanted sushi and I was going to get California rolls because it's like the fake crab or whatever. But it was like the one time that they had California rolls that was real crab. And so I was like, Stephen, what do I do? I don't know if this is cooked or not. He said, just eat it. It's okay. We're out of Whole Foods. It's yeah. going to be high quality. And I was a little nervous about it at first, but I'm here. I'm You're alive. Right. Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> Baby, baby's still kicking all the time. Yeah, we're doing good. I think, too, it's, like, weird because I feel like as a culture we've gotten, maybe not as a culture, you know, but um, generally, generationally, we're getting away from, like, judging people and telling people how to live their lives, at least kind of the backgrounds that we come from and where we come from and stuff like that. And, um, but then, like, you're, you, if someone finds out you're pregnant and all of a sudden they think it's, like, it's weirdly, like, okay to direct you to what you should eat and how you should sleep and how you should move and how you should like do all these things where like if you weren't pregnant it'd be Mm -hmm. so weird for someone to tell you that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so 
it's kind of weird. There's like, it's, I don't want to say it's like a stigma. Cause it's not sort of like a negative thing. People are trying to help, I think, but it's like, I'm, I'm glad we're, I mean, obviously I'm glad we're having a kid. I'm also just glad we're experiencing pregnancy. Cause now I know like when someone I know becomes pregnant, I'm not going to tell them anything. Right. Like you're there for your support and how can I help you? But like, I hope, I mean, I say that and I really hope you'll keep me honest with it, but I hope I'm never like, well, have you done this? Are you taking your <laughs> prenatals? Are you sleeping on your side? And it's like, no, like you, you know, your body, you know, like the, it's growing inside of you. No one else has the input or awareness that you do of what you want and need for your body. So I think that hopefully that'll change in the next couple of generations. I imagine it will. Yeah. The whole sleeping thing too. Mm-hmm. That was one I hadn't written down on the list, but they tell you not to sleep on your back after a certain time and to avoid sleeping on your right side and to not sleep on your stomach, of course, when your belly is too big. Mm-hmm. So that literally leaves your left side to sleep. Yeah. On. And you can't sleep on your left side all night. You'll, your body will get numb. Well, also you're, you move over when you're asleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's where it's funny to me because it's like, don't sleep on this side. But then if you wake up on your right side, like the base baby's okay still yeah i mean so i i sleep on my left side i sleep on my back except i do start to feel a little weird when i'm sleeping on my back for too long so i just listen to my body and roll over when that happens that's the time to roll over yeah and then on my right side and sometimes certain positions on my right side i'll feel strange too but i'll just adjust Mm -hmm. that yeah i got a u-shaped pregnancy pillow and that's made it a lot easier to sleep on my side too because you can kind of lean back into it so you're like more at an angle you're not on your back you're not on your side yeah but yeah okay other weird things for a while this only lasted a few days also but felt really strange to swallow it was kind of at the end of my first trimester and I couldn't swallow my spit it made me nauseous (laughs) 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 I don't really have anything else to say on that except that I was like what the heck and then I read that it happened to other women too (laughs) so weird Okay, and this is maybe just a me thing, too, because I think I'm just hypersensitive to my body and what's going on. But I could swear I could feel my organs moving sometimes, especially at the very beginning of the pregnancy. I felt Mm -hmm. like I could feel my literal organs moving out of the way. I believe it. It was so weird. I don't know how else to explain it, except like think about if your organ were to start to move a little bit. Yeah, that's how it felt. All right. That's all. <laughs> um, okay, this one, light sensitivity. Yeah. I have blue eyes, so they say that blue-eyed people have more light sensitivity anyways, mm-hmm. but I never really experienced that in life until literally getting pregnant. Yeah. And especially more in the first trimester now that I think about it, or maybe, I've, again, I'm just getting used to it, but... I need to use my blue light blocking glasses, especially at night if we're watching a show or something. Mm-hmm. You're like a vampire. <laughs> you know TikTok where they me. go, oh, great heavens. Like that was like, <laughs> I'd turn a light on 30 feet away and you'd be like, oh, great heavens. <laughs> like what? I didn't know what was happening. I thought it'd be, I thought it was like a cramp or something. And then yeah, finally realized like you just couldn't, the light was so irritating. It was so irritating, mm-hmm. especially because I was getting really bad headaches. That was another symptom mm-hmm. that I was having at kind of like transition from first to second trimester was really bad headaches so the light sensitivity worsened a lot during then for sure okay and this one's funny but lightning crotch 
Oh yeah, lightning crotch. We kept calling it rocket What's vagina it? for a while because I forgot. Vagina. What do we? It has like a technical term. We looked it up. Lightning crotch. Is that the? But there's like a, a like a Latin name because oh. we looked it up because it just it happens to men too. Yeah. So everyone listening to this podcast probably experienced lightning crotch. We're just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and it can happen when you're on your period or, like, when you're about to start your period. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was really extreme during my first trimester. Now it's not as bad. No. But I would get that. It wasn't funny. It was like I would, would like, drop to the floor. It wasn't funny. That's the wrong word to choose. But it was just, like, you'd randomly be like, ah! (laughs) Like, what is going on? There's a lot of, like, what is happening here for me? Yeah. Obviously not knowing what's going on. But it gets me, you know, now I know. Now I'm prepared. Yeah, and kind of similar too. Whenever I would sneeze or cough, and I wouldn't like tighten my pelvic floor muscles, it would hurt so bad. Like mm-hmm. felt like I had just torn a muscle or something. Yeah. So I've gotten used to like clenching my pelvic floor muscles, and uh, then letting myself sneeze yeah. or cough. And if I don't, it hurts. Or if I yawn too big, it hurts too. Yeah. Like it stretches my stomach muscles. Um, okay, back on the boob topic, too. There was a day when my boobs were so itchy. I thought it was, like, my bra or something. And then at the end of the day, I looked to kind of see what was going on, if there's, like, anything physically happening to my boobs. And there were just, like, these big, thick green veins. Yeah. And it was kind of scary. Now they're gone. But they'll probably come back. I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to keep growing. Got to get that blood to fuel all the milk production. Yeah. You need diesel fuel and generators to start up the milk factory, you know, so. Yeah. It was painful, though. The one, yeah, that, that one day, that it was painful. It felt like a blood clot. Is that when you thought you had the bruise? Yeah. And you're like, what? Did I hit something? And then you kept making me look at it. I was like, no. Oh, you that was different. Oh. That was probably That's just. That's another pregnancy symptom. Maybe. Growths and pains and. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Did I even tell you about this one? Or you know about it, obviously. But I'd tell you I was going to talk about that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't care, yeah. Okay, great. So, sex has really changed for Stephen and I during pregnancy. And it's just like getting used to it. Because a lot of positions don't feel comfortable anymore. One of the things that's happened the most, though probably in like the last month is that semen really stings. Yeah. I don't know why. I say, yeah, I don't understand. I don't experience it, but yeah, Yeah. it does seem like that is occurring. We ran it by my OB too. And she was like, oh yeah. And she said, you know, check to make sure it's not infection or everything or anything. But I know it's not because it's literally just when you finish in me, it stings so bad. Yeah. You don't have any problems like, going to urinate or anything else so no which then again i don't know people did before the internet probably just thought they were the only one but then didn't you look it up and it was like oh yeah that's yeah it's a thing yeah Mm -hmm. so we've just adjusted by you not finishing in me and it's fine except it it the past few weeks too sex has just felt different and Mm -hmm. not necessarily painful but i just I dry up a lot quicker and I've never had that issue before Yeah, when my hormones were balanced. Your body's just like, no, we're done. Mm -hmm. It's like, get on out of there. You had your fun. Look what you did to me. (laughs) Now kick rocks. Get out. Kick rocks. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Yeah. (laughs) So 
Yeah, that's just something I'm sure we're going to just having to keep adjusting to. You've been so patient with me. Well, yeah, you're a little, you're a little busy. Got a lot going on. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting too, because I think the hormones change, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? For, for both of us, I think it's just kind of different because I feel more like you're in that more, I mean, obviously like mothering mode. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just kind of more supposed to be taking care of you and. Like, not protective. I don't feel like I'm more protective, but... You know what I mean? I just think, like, it changes. But I feel like both of our... I don't know. Hormone... On the science side of things have changed to adapt to it. Yeah. I don't think it's... Just different. Yeah. But that's kind of the theme of, like, everything when you get pregnant. Everything is kind of different. Yeah. You just gotta roll the punches and go with it. Mm-hmm. You've been really, really cute. Steven's been Thanks. the cutest, guys. He has this book about being a dad but most of it is being a dad through the pregnancy so it's a lot of like what to expect from mm-hmm. your partner during the first trimester and second which trimester i will third. admit i read the first part about the first trimester then as as you were in the second one i was reading the second one and i was like none of this applies and then like for what like the kind third, of stuff i don't know it's just like here's what you can expect and but i just like kind of stopped and then i'm mm. just like well just go with what you're feeling because again i feel like the we i bought that book like i went out and bought that book for the pol- like parenting advice and then i was like reading it as i'm reading it i'm like wait this is still kind of like solicited parenting advice <laughs> but i'm like it's not gonna apply to everyone it's so different for every person yeah you know what i mean like i'll, I'll like brush up again before the baby comes because I don't have a lot of experience. I guess I have a pretty good amount of experience. I taught babies how to swim, like little infants how to swim, but like pre six months old, I don't have a lot of hands on time with newborns. So I'll probably brush up on that. But a lot of it, I just feel like it's instinctual. And then just knowing your partner and just communicating what you need. That's really all it is. You don't need a book for, for that. Again, people have been having children for, Tens of thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, and it's turned out okay. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we're, no matter you're uh, assigned, like, birth gender, you have instincts, and if you follow your instincts, you're going to be fine. That's the biggest thing I've learned so far. Luna agrees. <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah. I've got. And you, we got it for a gift, a uh, fourth trimester Kind of like what to expect during the fourth trimester and nourishing yourself during the fourth trimester. Fourth trimester? Yeah, after the birth. Oh. The one that you were reading. The fourth quadmester. Oh, they call it the fourth trimester though still. I think it's like a little play on words. Yeah. But essentially, I think they consider it the first 12 or 16 weeks after the baby's born. Yeah. But you've been really cute about that too because you've been reading it. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what can I do to take care of you during that time so you can take care of the baby because the baby's just gonna yeah, rely on me so much that'll be more work than i feel like again right outside looking and i literally don't have to do anything for this baby to be born i'm just like around um but i feel like the pregnancy the baby's still not here so you're kind of like limited in what you're doing for the baby so i'm sure we'll have another podcast about the first 12 weeks or whatever yeah you know they'll be like crying in the background and Stuff like that, but yeah, so far so good, I'd say. Yeah. Well, that's my whole list. 
Do you no. have anything else to add? No, I don't know. Nothing changed in my body. I don't have a list, <laughs> but yeah, just go with your instincts and trust yourself. And yeah, if you're planning on having kids or decide to have kids and go down that route, then you know better. You know better than anyone else because it's your kid. Mm-hmm. I think that's just really what we've picked up on. 100%. And that if you're feeling a strange symptom that you're not sure what it's coming from, could be related to pregnancy. Could be lightning crotch. <laughs> could, could be, be rocket vagina, vagina rocket. Vagina rocket. <laughs> rocket vagina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day, full day, whatever's coming up for you, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.